Daryl joins us now, our Browns beat up, reporter, D? brought to us by Shivan Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Uh, D, um, Mr. Menigan just mentioned he hasn't seen much quit in this team, and we just heard the comments that you just heard. It doesn't sound like these guys have quit at all. I, I haven't noticed that on the field. I think they've played pretty hard, and I think that's commendable. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that uh, effort has been an issue at any point uh, this season, to be perfectly honest with you. It's been the other E word that's been the problem. It's been execution. So, um, yeah, I I would agree with you. I mean, the the effort certainly uh, has been there, and that's why I asked a lot of guys, you know, hey, I realize, you know, especially right now, you might not want to rattle the cage by, by, by saying something, but, you know, at least in the back of your mind, do you have an idea of, of why? Uh, such a talented roster has uh, not been able to live up to expectations this year, and uh, really uh, uh, didn't uh, didn't get much of a you know a, a response there. And again, that that's certainly understandable. You know, not trying to get guys to uh, you know in a, in a position where they might say something uh, that they regret or unnecessarily, uh, you know, call someone out or something like that. But um, <clears throat> that, uh, from my perspective, even with these last two weeks, um, which are basically rendered meaningless other than, you know, for you know, pride purposes, um, that, that, you know, that's, that, that's the big off-season off mystery. Why was such a talented team unable to succeed under this coaching staff? Daryl, what do you want to see in the next two weeks from this team? That's a loaded question. <laughs> what do you need to see? Is there anything you you need? They no, need to show. I, I, no, no, I don't. I, I, I uh, I'm not a believer in carryover. Um, I, I know it's a buzzword uh, for us in the business. Uh, you know, you guys, you know, talking about hey, if they finish the season strong, they can carry that over into 2023. And quite frankly, I don't believe it now. Um, too many times over the years, uh, I have failed to see a legitimate carryover year uh, to year, at least in a positive fashion. <laughs> We've seen the hangover effect year to year. That that certainly has happened. But you know, um, you know, you just you go back to last year, right? I mean, the, the defense ended the season strong, and that was the talk all off season. Going to carry this over into next season, yada yada yada. And guess what happened? They fell flat on their face again. So. Um, and then now they, you know, they've, they've played well here for the most part down the stretch, but the, the hole was dug <laughs> too little too late. So um, I'm, I'm not a believer in the carryover thing. I just, I, I don't see a, a correlation there. So what, uh, what about really for an last, individual in, in this case, Deshaun Watson? Well, well the, I mean, the last two weeks are about guys putting stuff on tape. That That's what this is about whether it's uh, to keep their job here with the Browns or to get themselves a job with 31 other teams, Jeff. Um, you know, I, I, Deshaun's been okay. He's not been great. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, he, he was okay against the Saints. Um, they, they had a chance to, uh, to win that game if, uh, you know, if David Njoku catches that ball. You know, who knows what happens. Uh, from there, right? Um, the Donovan Peoples-Jones can catch catch one in the corner if you know Amari Cooper doesn't slip in the back of the end zone. I mean, we're 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 back in the ifs, buts, and can be a nuts jar when you're talking about you know uh, you know what could have been. Um, they're not far off. I, that, I, and, and again, that's the uh, 
I think the, the frustrating thing about this whole thing is they're really not that far off, but it feels like they're far off because the results are not there. Daryl Ryder joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Dodge Ram Hotline. Daryl, they locked up Jack Conklin to a long-term contract and, and you know, mixed reviews, of course, from all of the critics and, and all of that kind of stuff, and I know they don't care about that one. Where do we sit on Ethan Posick? Because the run game took a serious dip when he got out of the offensive line at the center position. Do you think the Browns would lock him up long-term? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't know. No. Um, Works for me. Yeah, no, I just – I don't feel like Ethan Posick was the missing link here. I think it's the nice way to put it. Nick Chubb made the comment, I've been in the league a long time. I I know that there will be changes next year. That's, Nick doesn't say a whole lot. And I to me, that was <laughs> – well, do you know what I mean? I mean, he's such a quiet um, quiet guy. But for him to even say that, it, it made me think this, Daryl. Okay, there's Nick saying goodbye to Kareem Hunt. Is that safe yeah. to say? Yeah, I think that's it. I mean uh... – they wasted Kareem Hunt, so why, why would you even consider bringing him back if you're not going to? You they, feel I mean, that way? I feel yeah, that I, I feel that way. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, I you just, had a, a dynamic playmaker you didn't get the most out of this year. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations, Kevin Stefanski and Paul DePodesto. Awesome strategy. Guy that can make plays and you didn't give him the ball. Do good, you think he can still guy. make plays, D? I, I yeah. do? Okay. Yeah, I don't think these people know how to use talent here. That's the problem. But these people are going to keep their job. So if you're expecting different results next season, I know I'm not. Who else do you think so. was underutilized? Because if I look at that offense, I don't see other people who I think were underutilized. I think it was Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem's the big one. Um, you know, uh, uh, Amari had an outstanding season. Donovan Peoples-Jones took a tremendous leap. David Njoku took a tremendous leap this year. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to say, uh, you know, uh, there's been plenty of disappointments, I think, uh, on, on both sides of the ball. Uh, but when you, you, you look at this offense, um, you know, it's, it, it, it I, I don't know if it, I'm sure it has to do with the quarterback change, but, the offense has basically fallen off a cliff since Deshaun Watson took over. Um, and, you know, they went from averaging 25 points a game to now they're, they're lucky if they can scratch, a, uh, scratch across 13. Um, and that's obviously not good. Uh, so, um, and, you know, maybe in a off season and all that other kind of stuff. But I, I just – I'm – I'm just not real sold on Kevin Stefanski these days. I, I just, you know, I, I'd go get Sean Payton in a heartbeat. I'd go get Jim Harbaugh in a heartbeat. Um, I, I think that the Browns should approach their team management with the same level of urgency that they approached their quarterback situation last offseason when they moved on from Baker Mayfield mm. and got to Sean Watson. I, I, I just I firmly believe that. Um, Do you think Sean Payton I, I just, would have any interest in this? Uh, if you gave him the car keys, which the Browns wouldn't do, um, but I, I would give Sean Payton the car keys in a heartbeat because he's a proven winner. I don't think, you know, my, you know, I will say this. What Kevin Stefanski has going for him 
is that unproven coordinator dude is not going to probably come in here and fare any better than he has the last two years. So um, uh, it, it has to be if you, if you you know I'm looking at it in the same through the same lens with which they looked at the quarterback situation last year, right? Baker's good, not good enough. So if we can get better, let's go ahead and get better at that position. And that's just kind of how I feel about Stefanski. He's good. He's not good enough. And if they can get better, they probably should. So, if the opportunity presents itself. So, Daryl, if they move on from Joe Woods, if you are looking for a defensive coordinator for this team, is it going to be someone with head coaching experience in case you have to hit the eject button? Um, uh, You know, that would be one of, you know, it'd be my preference because again, I, I want proven commodities. I, I, you know, this, this is not a rebuild situation out here. This is, this team should be winning. This team is ready to win. This team needs to win. So um, whether any, any change that they make, assuming that they make changes, I, I don't think they're going to make many. I think the biggest change potentially would be Joe Woods and that's uh, about it. But um I want experience. I want proven commodities. Uh, I, I, I I don't want people in their you know first jobs with the training wheels here. Uh-uh. Uh uh. You know, I, I, this organization needs people that have done it at the highest level and succeeded at the highest level. That's what this organization needs because I just feel like they're all walking around trying to figure things out, and the team looks like it every week. The team looks like they're trying to figure it out, and. You, you, you can't be successful in the NFL if that's how you're running your operation where you're just trying to figure it out every week. You comfortable with Deshaun Watson improving for next year? Do you, do you think this is a knockoff? Well, I, you, in other words, do you think he, you think he will? Darrell, I'm, I'm surprised that he's looked as rusty as he's, as he's looked. Look, if he's not next year. Good night. Um, yeah, good night. Yeah. It, I mean, if he's not next year, oh, I, I don't even want to like. I don't even. I can't even like put myself in a mental headspace just to even think like that. Like, it's it. I mean, he's got to be, you know, back. And and look, I'm going to defend him a little bit. When you watch the end of that game, he he made some really nice throws. Um, yeah, he did. You know, I I I I, I don't. I don't feel like he played a terrible game. Uh, in fact, I think he answered that he can play in cold weather or adverse, uh, you know, weather conditions. Um, the guys around him have to, he, he can't throw the ball and then go out and catch it himself either. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I feel like he, I, I feel like Deshaun did his part uh, uh, against the Saints. Um, and you're, you know, I, I, I thought he played fairly well against the Ravens. Um, the Bengals, he played in spurts well. Houston, he was terrible, which was to be expected. So, yeah, I can't even bring myself to contemplate what if Deshaun Watson is not the player that the Browns gave $230 million to and gave up six drafts. I, like, I can't even – I can't bring myself there because I I just I, – I think that he will be that player. Um, and it's going to be on the supporting cast around them and it's going to be on the coaching staff to, you know, put them in positions to be successful. And it's going to be on the players around him to make the plays that are there to be made when they're there to be made. Um, and I don't think we've seen enough of that either. So um, I, I, 
I'm not worried about Deshaun Watson, to be honest with you, as, as a football player. I'm not. I, I, uh, I just I think the talent is there, and um, you know this will be a big offseason organizationally for them to make sure that they've got everything in place for him to really hit the ground running next season. Daryl, thank you. You bet, guys. Take it easy. Daryl Ryder, our Browns beat reporter. He's brought to us by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store.